0: The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Trader TraderCobb Crypto Show. Today's guest has a very large brain, as they all do, much larger than mine. I look forward to digging into it. It's Grant Colford, the CEO of Pisces Capital. Thank you so much for being with us on the show today, Grant. Oh, thank you for having me. Mate, look, we, we met at an event recently uh, in Sydney about uh, ICO and, and investing in the cryptocurrency and blockchain crypto asset space. and um. We had a brief chat. So I looked at what you were doing, and it was pretty interesting. I mean, you you come from a very diverse background in financial markets. Do you want to just give us a little bit of an introduction on uh, on what you've done in the past and what's brought you to where you are now? Yeah, sure. So uh, I went to I went to uni and did a very traditional
1: you know, financial markets type degree. So I did economics and commerce, and then within that, in the economic space especially, I focused a lot more on. Uh, application of statistics and econometrics to finance and so my first job was working in a quantitative hedge fund and that was actually trying to build uh, FX forecasting models so I did that for about 14 months. Uh, There was quite a a unique environment there and then I actually went and joined Macquarie Bank on the bank side and was on their fixed interest trading desk so trading all manner of uh, fixed interest securities there and that Persisted right up until basically you know the start of two thousand and eight, and then obviously we know what happened there. The GFC occurred. Uh, The bank had a substantial amount of exposure to certain fixed interest securities, which performed very poorly. And as a consequence, we were sort of told that you know there's not going to be much of a job around for very much longer. And that was then. I joined a firm called Propex Derivatives, which is essentially a firm where you're provided capital and you trade your your strategies however you see fit. Uh, and then I had a great time there. So I was essentially there for uh, almost six years. Um got to see, you know, everything that happened in the global markets at that time. So I can recall sitting in front of the screen when Bear Stearns, Lehman Brothers uh, collapsed, the European debt crisis, all those, uh, the Fukushima earthquake, all those major events that we've seen in markets over that period of time. Uh, and that environment was is a very, I guess, very, Uh, free environment so people sort of come in with from all types of you know all walks of life or opinions or mindsets and essentially one of the things that comes up very quickly is everyone gets very curious you know from a point of view of what's going on in the world and obviously that's where the interest in uh, crypto came in was that at the time obviously um, as we know we've just gone past the 10th uh, anniversary for for Bitcoin, uh, so around 2011 2012 was when the you know, European crisis was occurring. There was all this interest, uh, obviously from Bitcoin and us being traders, you know, like yourself, Craig. We saw it as an opportunity to trade it. You know, no one uh, out of that group at the time ever held any until now. Um, but so, persons that some, some of your listeners might be aware of at that time who were very heavily involved that was uh, Tobias Abbey. Um, and so, him yep. and I were very good friends. And basically, that was our interest in crypto started then. Uh, mainly, as I said, from purely from a trading point of view, I then took a year off. So, I left PropEx, had a year back in academia at University of New South Wales. And then for the last six years until three weeks ago, I worked for Insurance Australia Group, helping internally manage their portfolio of about $10 billion Australian dollars of assets. And then, uh, so Tobias got much more heavily back into crypto around late 15, early 2016, uh, and him and I just would catch up. And then for me, it sort of really ticked over in the the second half of 2016 that I started getting actively back into the space, uh, more purely from an investment point of view. And then more recently, to do with some of my personal investing into pre-IPO companies is that I've helped them uh, start to, you know, looking to using uh, crypto capital uh, via STO raises is is sort of where I am now, and that's one of the uh, o- one of the offerings that we're
0: doing with Policia's Capital. You spend a lot of time in markets around some big money, around some big companies, some big organizations, some big fund managers, and I mean. What we are seeing at the moment, um, I mean, when I say at the moment, I mean, this, this show will go up pretty quick after we've recorded it. We, we've seen the capitulation of Bitcoin again overnight. It's just one big dump. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing really beyond that for me. I mean, as, as far as you know, somebody who is effectively walking away from uh, some pretty prestigious positions. So, you know, I, I know what these places are like. They, they they look after you if you look after them. Um, I mean, you're walking into the greater unknown at the moment. So what gives you such confidence in the space, I suppose, long-term enough that you've effectively walked away from some pretty big assets that you're managing or helping to manage into uh, an area that many people would look at what you've, what, what your past track record has been as far as where you've worked and what you've done and go, are you mad? Yeah. What is it that brings you here and keeps you here? Yeah, Um I, I think
1: there's, it's a really good question. So for me, there's the two ways to look at it and the the way that I feel really the most comfortable at the the way to describe it is so, the, you know, there's the famous investing quote, you got to buy when blood is on the street. Well, i put yeah. that at the moment to people that, uh, I'm running into the burning house. Now, at the end of the day, yep. as long as as long as long the sort of the firefighters turn up in time and the house doesn't collapse around on me, I'm going to be the per- first person in the house. And back in the day, uh, if you've ever seen the movie Gangs in New York, they used to loot the house and es- essentially it's… Yeah, like, right. I've <laughs> seen it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's sort of the same thing as I see it as, you know, there's an opportunity here for, for persons like myself, yourself, who are prepared to come into the market where it is with that immense instability, that immense um, uncertainty, and basically put my flag in the in the ground now and really start to develop out the resources and a reputation and a, a platform for the inevitable, which I see will happen, which is, you know, it could be, I think, the amount of calling, predicting the time it's going to take for this space to really take off is, is probably where, the greatest minds in this space have got themselves in trouble, you know, okay, look at, you know, Mike Novogratz, He's sort of, you know, had been calling it, you know, to be active really by this time. Like, you know, he was hoping to have institutions in it now. Obviously, that's not happened. So I see it as, you know, this is my opportunity to be able to access uh, persons' resources, get involved with projects that, you know, once this market really gets hot and this whole segment gets really Taken up by the types of institutions where I've worked at previously, is those opportunities will be really hard to get into. So I see it now. I need to take that level of risk to access it for the future because I, you know, I believe that the the you know the what uh, you know blockchain tokenization um, can offer will will eventually really become to the fore and people will see that.
0: Yeah, I think that's, I mean, we've got a very similar position on that uh, within our company or group of companies uh, from the point of view of we're basically just putting, as you said quite rightly, it's a great, uh, a great analogy, putting our flag in the sand and sort of saying, this is our ground. Uh, we are here. We are going to keep working until the space catches up. And you know what, with the space, I was actually quite happy with uh, Bitcoin going sideways for quite some time because there's just so much to be done. I mean, look, there's just so much to be done, not just by me and my company, you and your company, but by the other companies that are in this ecosystem system at the moment we want to see good products to bring great companies on board and for mm. the time being whilst we have had that sideways marketplace we've had a lot more people being able to focus on executing their plans as opposed to sort of pandering to the hype cycles that we have seen in uh, in, in in years gone past so we still are in a very new um exciting evolving space and i'm I'm with you on that I, i think it's inevitable that we will see blockchain technology take over uh well sorry i shouldn't say take over uh add to what we've already got and become a part of the ecosystem that is you know the human race it's not going anywhere and whilst we see uh still a fairly immature market uh because it is easier to manipulate it is a smaller market smaller markets are easy by virtue of the fact you don't need as much money so therefore there are more people that can do it. it it happens the markets are a bit emotional people in it are a bit strange sometimes um but we are growing the opportunity is here right now neither of us two are running for the hills so you've recently uh kicked off on Poesi's Capital. Mm. Um, so, uh, let's dive into some of the services that you're looking to offer and, and why you are looking to offer those services. Uh, yeah,
1: ab- absolutely. So, essentially, we would like to br- break the company down really into two very broad, broad categories. And the first one... Uh, you know leaning back into the traditional financial services world would be called you know would be deemed corporate advisory or capital raising so that is you know raising capital for companies whether that be via equity issues or debt issues um, and that, so that's one of the part where i think definitely we are really trying to differentiate ourselves i think at the moment a lot of the the community and ngo and, and, you know, it's, it's no one's fault is thinking about when they think STO, they only think that it has to be a portion of the equity or the entire equity of the company. For me, I'm really trying to look at the whole STO play as a much broader universe of security. So as I said, if that is, you know, issuing a piece of debt, if that's issuing a profit split, if that's issuing a royalty split, so you know you can imagine someone's come up with a great piece of technology and they're licensing that out. We could potentially look to tokenize a part of that um, licensing yeah. fee and offer that to investors. Um, so for me, I see that as a as a really large part of the market, and for me, that's a an area that I feel very comfortable with. So the way I approach that is I look at it that it's just a stream of cash flows, and yep. for me to look at that cash flow, I need only to basically make up two things. I need to um, be able to come up with a probability that I think you're going to keep paying me that cash flow and then I need to come up with what do I think I should pay for that cash flow. And once I do that, I can basically price any type of thing or security in the world. And so I think there is a massive opportunity there for the security token space to be quite dominant in that area. And for me, I certainly looked at... um, examples from the u.s so recently i just did two weeks um road show, a personal roadshow over in the u.s meeting with um projects investors uh, participants in this space and one of them i met was actually now it's, it's you know it's turned into quite a substantial company i was lucky to meet the ceo of that he came from a very traditional fintech company that he had started sold for multi-billions of dollars has restarted into the blockchain um sto space and essentially he's his um you know, advice to me was that, well, you can look around, you can try and do this stuff, but uh, at the moment it is, you know, it's slow going, it's, it's a slow on the uptake, but what you really need to do is set the example. So, for me, that was where I really, you know, sort of took that to heart and that's where I really tried to do that with, the you know, the main project that I'm um, working with and advising in to be also transparent I am a, a, a significant investor in power age at the moment where we're trying to do a pretty interesting type of STO structure there. And then the second part of Poesius really is back to being more what I would say, again, traditional investment manager, fund manager. And realistically, what we want to do there is two things. One, we want to identify either ourselves the assets or the strategies that can benefit from tokenization. So, uh, you know, re- more recently we've seen people tokenize real estate and things like that. But we think we can take it even further to mm. certain assets that you know traditionally are very illiquid that could be turned into something that looks much more liquid via the token um, structure. And one of those opportunities is very very exciting. Is um, two of my partners within Poesis have had a long track record in the horse breeding um, sector so you know they basically they own the stallions and those stallions get rented out for a fee and they collect those fees and they they, you know they're pretty agnostic then of whether or not does that horse produce a great racehorse or not and the returns to those um, owning those stallions are really really impressive returns but more so is the stables that you're working with are very very keen to access capital into that space so Um, Mm. The first internal fund that we're looking to develop in Poesius is actually a stallion fund. Um, And then so essentially investors will come in. We're going to work with the leading stables in Australia, identify some of the best stallions in Australia, make investments into those, and we have some, hopefully some very high-class advisors who will help us pick the horse flesh. Um, Then we'll have the stables help us manage those horse flesh, and then we will put that into a a traditional more looking investment product but then offer that in a dual capacity so either via a tokenized option or or via a traditional unit trust option and that would then the token obviously we think can have some you know uh, considerable secondary trading aspect to that once we once we see the, the launch of STO exchanges.
0: Well, that's the thing really isn't it? that's what's holding us back is the fact that we you know stos are coming. Uh, I think the whole world wants it. You gave a great example of an illiquid marketplace that uh, everyone wants liquidity right everyone wants to have cash flow everyone wants to have money to use to spend, to grow, to live off of uh, and business. Uh, really needs to have that. We're seeing a lot in the real estate play, gold play, silver play, commodities play. I, I like the idea. I mean, effectively, as much as some people might not like this, horses and horse racing, it is a commodity sport. The horse is the mm. commodity, um, and whether you like it or not, that's that's the way the industry is run. And uh, you got to look after. The thing is that they they you know they run hard, they train hard, but geez, they get looked after pretty well as far as um you know. Uh, the horses are very much royalty in those spaces, from what I understand anyway. And I've got to be honest, I'm certainly not a, uh, an expert in that field. So it's an interesting take on where security tokens can actually go. And it is the buzz at the moment. A lot of talk around the exchanges, a lot of talk around the tokens. It, it, it Again, it really is a land grab to see who can get themselves positioned as uh, whether it be an advisory firm that has a track record of success through raising and uh, executing of STO platform plans, mm. uh, the same with the exchange side of it, uh, who's going to actually capture that volume and and be the player, the Binance, who, who's going to be the big dog in that space that is going to list, hold and create volumes um, inside of the security token environment. So I, coming back to where we started Grant as, as for you know why you came into the space, why we're both here uh, and why the price isn't so much of an issue. There's two sides that I think one side is the trading side as you and I can both go long or short we, we know how to trade so therefore because we've got that um that agility uh, in the market space we're pretty much going to be okay and secondly we are running starting and, and operating businesses within this blockchain ecosystem and you know you. You, I think a lot of people fail to understand the, the, um, the size of what this space actually is, because they're so fixated on the day to day, they want instant gains. But I tell you what, mate, I, I see this is exactly the same as you. It's my opportunity to uh, be a part of something very, very big, akin to the internet. I know it's a different space, but it's something very similar. And uh, it's good to hear that there are other people. I mean, I'm, I'm very fortunate; I get to speak to lots of great people. But uh, good to hear more Australian voices in the space doing things. Uh, to help adoption and move forward. So, Grant, was there anything else that you wanted to say? I mean, where can people find out more about yourself and uh, Poise's Capital, if I keep if – I'm, I'm yep. not sure if I've said that right or wrong each time. <laughs> uh, that's all right, mate. Um, so, at the moment, uh,
1: literally uh, because of, of my former employer and what, what I was doing was for me to be um, fully regulatorily compliant is I had to basically cease my employment. So, as I said, that was only three weeks ago. Um, yep. So the website is, I've obviously got I've got the domain uh, there. So it's, w, uh, it's poesius.io um, and we hope to have that up and live within the next week or so. Uh, as yep. for me, uh, you will find me around. So I currently reside in Sydney at most of the, the crypto catch-ups and things like that, that that I will be around there. And then if anyone else wants to reach out, it is grant at poesius.io. Um, that's p o i e s i s dot i o, and yeah, and we're, we're basically really looking forward to to working with people in this space. As you said, really wanting to establish a business, a, a, a strong reputation. Um, we've got some really great offshore partners. So, one of the points of my trip recently, again to the US, was to was to go over and sign some some agreements with um, partners in the US that are very much, I think, market-leading solutions in regulation and compliance and when that comes to minting STO tokens. So we're very, uh, very excited about that and very keen on our capacity to be able to do that. I also met with um, some of the leading STO exchanges in the US as well and feel very comfortable about navigating their listing process and how that would work and be able to speak to the right people there as well. So... Um, that's that's essentially where we're at at the moment and then we're hoping next year uh within you know h1 next year to be able to start launching the stallion fund we also in relation back to something you know yourself and myself understand craig much more is also potentially looking at doing a trading orientated fund as well so um you yeah, know that's something i think for people to keep their eye out for
0: Excellent. Well, mate, we both got our hands full. An absolute pleasure having you on the show. I wish you the best of success. And there's no doubt I will see you again in the not too distant future. So thank you so much, Grant Colthorpe, right. CEO of Poise's Capital. Ladies and gentlemen, watch what this man and his team does. I'm sure you'll be very interested to track their progress. Thanks so much for being on the show, that Grant. Totally and me. thanks to everyone for Cheers, listening. Mate. Thank Cheers. You. Bye for now.